When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on the show, we talk about the ultimate force in the Pokemon universe, Arceus. Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes of our favorite video games. I'm Lawrence. I'm Bruce. And today, we're joined by a very special guest, a new face on Lore Party. The illustrious, the <laughs> effervescent, <laughs> the super talented uh, Pokemon master that's come down from the mountains to grace us, their presence. <laughs> you guys are yeah. way overselling this. You just need to let it go. I'm not a Pokemon master. I haven't beat Brock yet. <laughs> Illustrious, probably not. Never gotten a shiny. Just Maya. That's it. Just Maya. Yeah, Maya is uh, new to Lore Party. She's joining us on her very first episode. And this episode is going to be awesome because we are talking about Pokemon. Um, and more specifically, we are going to focus in on... What some consider the greatest of all Pokemon, the kind of creator of everything that we know. We're going to be talking about Arceus, especially since they announced the recently the uh, upcoming like uh, Pokemon Legends, Legends, I believe. Yeah, yes, Pokemon Legends Arceus. So we're gonna we're gonna maybe possibly learn some more about that Pokemon. Um, for everybody who's not familiar with Arceus, I think uh, the best way to kick this episode off is to kind of start off with a, like a small discussion about the lore surrounding this character because, or this Pokemon, because there's some incredible non-verified stories as Bruce and I talked about in our Pokedex episode that sometimes it's hard to tell what's fact or fiction for various reasons in the Pokemon world, but there are, is some pretty interesting lore surrounding Arceus. Yeah, the overwhelming evidence on Arceus doesn't just stop at the Pokedex. It's just kind of this lore, this mythos, legend. There's scrolls and texts. Um, in some ways, religious documents talking about how Arceus came to be and brought everything to creation that I find very interesting. Um, I... <laughs> Growing up, I was into pretty much every single iteration, but, like, I just fell out uh, during the third generation of Hoenn, and I just went back to Pokemon when Diamond and Pearl came out, and it was so fascinating to learn about Arceus and uh, Palkia and Dialga, uh, which were kind of, like, underlings of Arceus and this whole kind of following. It's this Pokemon that is seen just for such raw power and uh, still so mysterious to humanity. Yes. I I admittedly skipped this generation and came back to it later. So <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little bit newer to it. 
and so so taking a look at some of the the various Pokedex entries that have have um, been written about Arceus, we pulled out a couple of the most interesting parts. Um, so in one Pokedex entry, they say that according to the legends of Sinnoh, this Pokemon emerged from an egg and shaped all there is in this world. In another entry, it says. It is told in mythology that this Pokemon was born before the universe ever existed. And uh, the last Pokedex entry that I thought was, this is the grandiose one. It's like, according to legend, it shaped the Pokemon universe using its 1,000 arms. And if you've seen Arceus, it's got four legs. So 1,000 arms is kind of crazy. You can't see them because they are in such an amazing, immaculate state that if you were to truly <laughs> behold them in your eyes, you would your face would melt. Um, oh, is, is that what it is now? I'm, I just I mean assumed. I don't know. I'll just I'll put it in the Pokedex. <laughs> Someone somewhere is writing that down right now, but it's you know all of these entries in the Pokedex kind of show us. The big thing that uh, it's possible that Arceus created uh, everything that we know to be the Pokemon universe. At minimum, the Sinnoh region. At maximum, the entire universe. So somewhere in between there. I mean, based on this lore, does that make Arceus God? I would say that yes. I know that there are Mew purists out there that are like... <laughs> <laughs> that, wow, I don't know if they would like to be called that, but <laughs> <laughs> the Mew Pierce out here are like, this is blasphemy. <laughs> but I mean it's it's I mean it's quite possible that Arceus is I know that Mew is the ancestor of all Pokemon. Arceus created everything, so it is possible that like Arceus is this grand being, this god, this deity, whatever you would call it, that that shaped this world. Yeah, and I also find it very interesting because we have these other legendaries that are, in a way, part of the creation mythos, you know, uh, Groudon and Kyogre, who had some hand in creating life or the land or the sea. But here, the Pokedex talks about Arceus in a way that it created the universe or the world with a purpose. It deliberately did all of this for some reason. And I find that it's not like this force that, you know, did this because it's its nature that Arceus brought this into being by its sheer will. And I think that's what really distinguishes it from other legendary Pokemon that we can talk about. No, definitely. And I think like, one of the one of the cooler things that it it did that you don't see a lot in um you know a lot of pokemon lore legends that deal with uh, like legendary beings is uh, arceus created a series of pokemon to handle some of the major aspects of this newly created universe uh so when it created this new universe it established time and space by creating um well, time, space, and antimatter by creating Dialga, Palkia, and uh, Giratina. Yeah, Dialga had time, Palkia had space, and Giratina was given, you know, antimatter, distortion world, upside down world, what have you. 
I was going to say Giratina, I think, is directly linked to our world. So, like, anything that happens in our world affects Giratina's world. Which, like, when you, like, know about, like, at some point, Dialga and Palkia, like, their dimensions collided. Time and space collide. And they, like, started fighting on the planet. And the only reason Giratina even cares is because Dialga and Palkia, like, messing stuff up affects Giratina's role because it's attached to our world. What I don't understand is why Arceus even made Giratina. Like, what was the purpose of antimatter? Science. For every action, there's a reaction. And all the reactions are down there. (laughs) (laughs) We'll say it was a whoopsie. (laughs) (laughs) They all can't be gems. (laughs) Right. Right. It's like I got to mess up sometimes. But, like, the interesting thing is, you know, the fact that, like, Palkia and um, Giratina, or, sorry, Dialga and Palkia fighting one another Arceus actually has a fail-safe for that, too. So Arceus also created the Lake Trio, these three lake spirits, which are, uh, what's it, Uxi, Mesprit, and Azelf. I'm butchering names. I think, it's, I, get that? I think it's pronounced Uxi. Uxi? That's what I've heard. Okay, okay. so Uxi, Mesprit, and Azelf. If I'm still messing this up, uh, sue me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Should have put that out there. <laughs> Thanks. Great. <laughs> Sue, lore party, and a boo, not me. Um, <laughs> That's better. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would like to be left out of all Pokemon lawsuits. Um, so we see that just from looking at these few Pokemon that um, that Arceus created while building the universe, there was some sort of plan, some sort of structure that it had in mind. Like, there was a method to the madness. You know, coming out of a void... Coming out of an egg, getting a thousand arms, shaping this universe, creating time and space, uh, understanding that you know these newly created, newly powered beings may fight each other, and having a system for that. Arceus seems to be on its game, and so we can just kind of go forward. I mean, this has never been explicitly stated, but we imagine sometime within all of this, humans eventually emerged from somewhere (laughs) humanity in the pokemon world is a very contentious thing to me personally because it's just there's just so much so much wrongs that have been done here (laughs) on humanity's part the the pages from the arceus bible are are missing where humanity came (laughs) from and why Somebody like, you know, that's a good question. I mean, where did humans come from? Because if it wasn't this this Pokemon or any of these other Pokemon, where 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 are they from? There are so many questions about humanity. Because obviously, all these other things were first. I would think. Oh yeah, I mean, and I I honestly I have a I do kind of have a odd theory because I, I feel like as crazy as human beings are in this world, they they kind of serve a purpose. Hmm. But you know, you know some. Somewhere along the line, humans came, and uh, according to, you know, lore and Pokedex entries, um, the lake spirits and humanity, to some degree, came in contact with one another. Um, And the lake spirits were able to give humans the ability to feel emotions, have knowledge, and willpower, which it's a strange thing that these beings, you know, kind of gifted this ability to humans it's it's very interesting 
because we're kind of at this point of almost every human creation myth where, you know, Prometheus gives fire to humans or, you know, Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit of knowledge. Like it's kind of going along the lines of that where they are given more perspective and godliness as exposure to the god or gods of creation. Yeah, no, 100 percent. Um, this is a good transition to the next part of our episode because you may find yourself listening to this episode and getting to this point and saying, well, what do people have to do with the Pokemon that seemingly created every freaking thing in this world? Well, people are actually a lot closer to Arceus and, and Arceus's accomplishments than any other being in this world. And we see that in a lot of different examples that pop up in the games, in the shows, you know, all over the place. And technology and science really, like, plays, like, a big part into that. So, like, one of our first first examples of people disrupting the Pokemon universe or having a huge impact is the creation of the Pokeball. Yeah, the Pokeball is... You know, it's it's iconic. It's the first thing that you kind of think of when you hear Pokemon. It's just this little capsule that just minimizes any, no matter what size, uh, Pokemon into an easy-to-carry container. And then also just makes it, it rewrites its entirety to make it more subservient to humanity. <laughs> it is so weird. <laughs> It's a weird concept. I mean, humans have been controlling Pokemon forever, and if you kind of look throughout some of the Pokemon history, you can definitely see them working their way to the Pokeball. So, like, you'll see randomly they're just, like, ancient civilizations where their Pokemon wear these weird headbands or something, and that helps control them. And then eventually they just figured out how to hit them with this magical Pokeball that also, like you said, basically bends space, fits all of their matter into this one thing, and then adds in the control aspects, which is kind of neat. Yeah, and... What's super crazy about this is that, I mean, don't get it twisted. We, like, humanity's gotten a lot of cool stuff done here, but we are no way, like, outsmarting some of these Pokemon. There are literally an entire type called Psychic where their IQs are so off the chart that they can move things with their minds and see into the future. And yet we have been able to have them bend the knee to us. Yes. And we can put them on a ball and put that ball around our belt for <laughs> <laughs> and transfer and them over them. the internet. <laughs> yeah, and make them fight so I can get shiny pieces of metal. Like, <laughs> but like, you know, we even see at the beginning of the the setup for Arceus Legends, it's people are migrating to the Sinnoh region for uh, from other regions, and they're bringing these like new Pokemon that they've captured to that area. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You know, society is is now, like, introducing foreign Pokemon species into these different parts. And um, it starts to have an effect on Pokemon, too. Yeah, and we start to kind of see this from what we already have of just natural Pokemon. There's now Pokemon that are in some way created as a product of human intervention of human activity much like how you know animals in our world are affected by our activity um you know rats and bears kind of finding new ways to find food like scavengers and raccoons 
we almost have now um, almost city animals. The Pokemon world has, you know, city and very human centric uh, created Pokemon. Yeah. And, and like it, it, it affects everything from, you know, type changes, um, evolutionary changes to, like you said, like there are like these human centric Pokemon, like society and, and technology hit a point where not only could people indirectly impact Pokemon, they could uh, directly impact the creation of new Pokemon on purpose, which is huge. Because imagine if you were just like, I want to make a new animal. Why? And so (laughs) Uh, we'll figure that out along the way. Because (laughs) and 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 like this is what we uh, we you know, we have a few examples um, of just humans uh, directly and indirectly creating some Pokemon. I was going to say, like, the oldest one we know of for sure is Golette and Golurk. Like, as far as we know, they were created thousands of years ago from clay and mysterious energy or whatever. And they were made to, like, help protect whatever ancient civilization that created it and help, like, also just do random different tasks around there. Um, and they say, like, if you find a Golette in the wild, that first it's been going for thousands of years. And they're just, like, ridiculously loyal because they were literally created to just assist humanity and whatever. So apparently Pokemon, or people have been doing this to Pokemon for thousands of years. <laughs> I like that they looked at all the other Pokemon in existence and they were like, there's not one that works good enough for me. I'm going to make my own to do stuff. Machamp? No. No, thank you. I want just a, I want a rock Machamp that does the same thing and lives forever. Right. And and I think, you know, it's like one of those things that, you know, you look at ancient civilizations and like the advancement of technology to capture a Pokemon. If it wasn't there, they didn't have like many ways to tame them. This could be like humanity. Oh, I got to stay safe from that. Like Machamp that's going to like punch down my door and beat up my family, eat all my food. <laughs> so now <laughs> I have... True. I have goal, the, this golem that'll live forever and stand outside of my door and, like, you know, fight this Pokemon. Damn, I didn't even think of that. Did anyone else just imagine, like, <laughs> a Machop and, like, a Machamp <laughs> just walking into your house like, I want this. Instantly. Like, they just, just bust down the door and be like, what, what are you having for dinner? <laughs> Wrong answer. It's mine. <laughs> no, you're not. It's mine. <laughs> right, like. You know, they came in, they just, like, stole my stuff, they kidnapped my, my children are gone, I can't go chase them, I need something. Like, you know, because you have these, you have these developing civilizations, and it's like, we, you know, I'm gonna need protection if the Pokedex entry about a Charizard is right, and it's melting boulders with flames, I'm gonna need protection from that. So it is, it was, it's actually interesting to me that, like, you know, this was one of the earliest examples of, like, a human-created Pokemon. And one of the, you know, one of the the next Pokemon that we have on our list was a byproduct of human pollution. Yeah, Trubbish is a very interesting one, and much like it, like Grimer and Muck, is that these are Pokemon that we didn't even make on purpose. We had no ulterior motive creating them. They just kind of emerged sentient from our refuse and our garbage uh, into an entire 
species of Pokemon. Uh, Trubbish is just literally just a walking little garbage bag, uh, which then evolves into <laughs> Garbodor, which is then a giant walking dump of garbage and coffee filters. And it like and it just eats more trash to sustain itself. And I mean, my God, that's on accident. <laughs> and and so like now human beings are responsible for this thing that they created because they weren't responsible in the first place. <laughs> I mean, that's humanity. Uh, that, <laughs> this is humanity in a nutshell. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like even if you clean up, yeah, they were they have the backstory of basically every really great superhero, but I feel like the sewers will still sustain them. Well, well maybe not Trubbish, but Muck and Grimer will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got to go somewhere, you know. <laughs> right, yeah, my, my grammar. It's it's like one of those things like just keep your toilet bowl closed or a muck or grammar may come out of you. <laughs> Again, we keep finding more ways of reasons why I wouldn't want to be in the Pokémon universe. <laughs> oh, well, just uh I honestly Buckle up, because it's it's going to get worse. <laughs> it's going to get much worse. It's going to get worse before it gets better. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent. Because the next Pokemon, um, and I mean, this is a Pokemon that obviously everyone will be uh, super familiar with. Um, you know, the next Pokemon, it's, it's Mewtwo. Like, this was the definite OG of human-made Pokemon. They made an entire movie about this dude, and it was absolutely freaking crazy original gangsta this dude bust out after being created and said not fuck all of that no thank you goes to his own island makes up his own mansion kidnaps nurse joy and just sends out these like catfish video emails to a bunch of pokemon <laughs> trainers <laughs> and then he brings them to his island Creates the storm that strands them there, but is also like a, a a test of metal to make sure he gets the best ones. Steals their Pokemon. So then he could be able to wage war on the humans. And he makes a whole ton of clones. And the clones! Yeah. He's dude, like, we're gonna be able, we're gonna inherit the earth. Like, recycling, basically. You know, we created him. We were like, mm, we're not godly enough. Humans are like, we're going to make this Pokemon. This Pokemon's like, mm, you're not cool enough. I'm going to make some Pokemon. <laughs> I just we're imagine- like, no, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I just imagine that somebody is like, Ash is like, hey, uh, Arceus, uh, get your boy. <laughs> He's not supposed to be able to do this. He's like, that's your boy. <laughs> but, like, he, you know, he comes through. He's, it's... He's created um, from a fossilized eyelash, I think, of Mew. So it's it's Team Rocket researchers trying to harness the power of Mew, who is said to be the ancestor of all Pokemon. From what I always kind of assumed out of this entire interaction was just like a bunch of scientists were searching for Mew and they just couldn't find it. And they were just like, we're so damn close. We need something. I ju- we just want to have Mew or something. 
And they're just like, fuck it. We found like a, a hair. We're just going to make our own Mew and take our ball and go home. <laughs> um, I was going to ask the question of, I don't think Mew has hair. Does Mew have hair? I didn't think Mew had hair. So it maybe it was furry? Mew skin cell. I didn't, I thought Mew was just like, I don't know, naked mole rat kind of Just like texture. a sphinx cat kind of thing. <laughs> That's what I had in mind. Oh, that. So I just assumed it was like skin cell. So this, this, this <laughs> eyelash thing is kind of wrecking me. <laughs> But, you know, like, it just shows that people had the ability to create these, you know, immensely powerful Pokemon. You know, we're we're moving out of the realm of just like a, a doll or a trash bag. This is a legendary tier Pokemon. Yeah, they basically made a genetically engineered legendary. Think about that. You know, it, it's, it's I've, you know, I was thinking about it while doing research for this episode because I was like, you know, this doesn't seem to be a new skill. It seems to be a skill that humans have been perfecting over the years. You know, as we we um, discussed with the first Pokemon that we talked about, you know, we have a, a similar uh, Pokemon that I cannot pronounce this name. Magirna. Magirna. <laughs> yes, Magirna. Scientists created Magirna 500 years ago. And it's a mechanical frame built around a soul heart or what's called a soul heart, which is powered by gathering life energy from Pokemon through some process. Who knows? We don't know. Maybe the power of love. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume, I don't know. That's the lesson I've always gotten for Pokemon is that it's, it's the power of love that compels you to do everything. Of course, that's how you get through everything, right? It's not actual power. It's only love. I feel like power's got a lot to do with it. <laughs> well, the weird thing is, like, Magirna is, like, it's a sentient robot that feels. I mean, it's a Pokemon. It's a living thing. But, it like, it's weird. It's a robot and it feels emotions. So there is maybe something to that power of love. I mean, when I think of gathering life energy, too, I also kind of just think of, like, Emperor Palpatine zapping you with lightning from his fingers. <laughs> but, yeah, like, love. or, you know... <laughs> <laughs> are you like turning turning really old and decrepit and and then into dust and then this robot turns on but you know yeah it's <laughs> it's the warm embrace of love <laughs> mcgunus it's, it's it's a weird one it's it's its whole role is unusual because it was created for this entire again like 500 years ago just this guy was like yep i'm an inventor think like um who's that really famous old guy nikola tesla or edison Ooh, I mean, his name is Nicola, but he's more like a Da Vinci, I think, where, or like, it's a steampunk kind of world. Who am I kidding? But just like, that's what it looks like. And Magirna is just in the middle of it all. And this was like the Pokemon that he created. So there's only one. And it's just like this soul, like literally you take the soul stone out of it and it's just a hunk of metal laying on the ground. So... But, like, this soul stone thing is basically what it is. It's, like, it's literally, like, if you took someone's soul out and just put it in a metal body, that's Magirna. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and it that's is an speechless. assistant. <laughs> it was just there to, like, carry beakers and shit? Uh, imagine assistant to an entire civilization. Well, not civilization, but just a kingdom, so. Okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Like, works with the royal family kind of stuff. Wow. <laughs> nothing to say about that but whoa <laughs> that's crazy 
Okay, we're going to take a quick break here, but stick around. We'll be right back. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Lore Party listeners. My name is Connor. I'm a host and producer here at the Lore Party Podcast Network, and I want to tell you about a little game called Doom. You remember Doom, right? Maybe you played it growing up after your dad installed it on your computer using floppy disks. Oh, or maybe you've just gotten into Doom because of the recent games. Either way, no matter how you come to Doom, we're bringing Doom to you. That's right, here on the Lore Party Podcast Network, we're delivering high-quality, deep-dive episodes into the lore, the universe, and the themes of the Doom games. My co-host Bruce and I unpack all of the gritty details and hidden themes behind these beloved first-person shooter games. So, join us. Check out the Lore Party feed and search for Doom. Should be easy enough to find. Thanks, and we'll see you there. Now, back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And I think, like, our final example of human-created Pokemon transitioning away from Magirna, um, <laughs> it's Type Null. And uh, it was created in a lab by an organization, and it is it was created by uh, – or created from DNA of every different type of Pokemon. And when they were developing it, they were um, – it seems like they were trying to model it off of – Arceus itself, because Arceus has the ability to take on all of the different types. Uh, type Null uh, was intended to have a similar ability, um, where it could use all types. And, you know, they, they made this Pokemon, and it couldn't um, it couldn't accept uh, whatever system they created to allow it to use all types. So, in typical human fashion, it was like, well, this is a waste of time, and they just put these uh, helmets on them and lock them up. But you can acquire one of these Pokemon, and if you have a high friendship level with it, it will break the mask and evolve into uh, Savali, and it will it can actually use that um, that ability to uh, to be able to use all types. So it's an indirect or it's a direct po- Pokemon, like a directly created Pokemon by people that we also indirectly affected its evolutionary form by being nice to it. Which you would think is the least we could do. <laughs> After creating it. <laughs> right. You know, I, I brought this thing into the world. I, I should maybe love it, but, you know, I, I guess. Nah. <laughs> like, you know, humanity, you know, up until this point, we've, we've talked about, like, their indirect and direct creation of Pokemon. The fact that, you know, humanity is also able to... You know, make beings that are same tier as legendary Pokemon, and, and they keep making these humongous strides in the field of science and technology. But all this is to say that, like, we, you know, covering all of these examples, we see that people have a, like, a huge impact on the Pokemon world. Like, definitely 
very close to Arceus, if not getting closer to sur- surpassing what Arceus has done. Oh, every day they're getting closer. I mean, if you look at everything that Arceus has done, the only thing that humanity hasn't done is uh, create, you know, the heavens and the earth and the moon and the sky. And we're getting really damn close. We already made an island. We have controlled some of the Pokemon that have like some of those domains. I mean, and it really does seem like that is the end goal of humanity at this point is just to pretty much almost do everything that Arceus has, but in their own human way. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, and I know I said at the beginning of the episode, I, you know, I, I kind of had a theory on why Arceus created or either created human beings or, humans exist i guess and i i've i've always you know despite the 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 terrible <laughs> despite a lot of the terrible things that we talked about that humans have done um i i do feel like humans serve a purpose in the pokemon world of um bring, either bringing out the full potential of pokemon or um being the connecting point between different types of pokemon because i think like People are obviously supposed to befriend Pokemon. People are supposed to grow alongside of Pokemon, and and it brings out their their true strength. I also just feel like people in this world, being as unique as they are in a world that's full of monsters that can blast water and fire and electricity and whatever, like what makes them closest to Arceus is also one of the things that that really doesn't kind of fit with with bringing out the full potential in Pokemon. It's that like everything in the Pokemon world kind of is attuned to a cycle. So Arceus created, you know, Dialga and Palkia to balance time and space, and then it created Pokemon to balance those Pokemon. So it created systems that are in place and humanity so far is the only thing that has the ability to break those systems, Hmm. which on one side can really be, amazing for pokemon and humans and on the other side it could be absolutely fucking terrible for pokemon and humans (laughs) yeah they kind of got the raw deal here (laughs) (laughs) so it's like people serve a a purpose i think that what arceus or what the lake spirits gave people that pokemon don't have is they have the ability to define that purpose on their own through their actions hmm I mean, yeah, maybe that's what they gave them. I would say humans have taken the time to choose only the wrongest of actions, but... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're throwing everything off balance. They've they've amassed too too much power, in my opinion. I'm surprised more legendaries aren't coming out of the woodworks to just kind of stop them, if they could. But... That's every game, though. (laughs) <laughs> it's is it i don't think it is i feel like what's every game is like oh we're trying to control the legendaries and so they just go out of control because we're trying to control them true oh so you you want them to like gang up on humanity <laughs> Stop it. that's enough Stop out of you <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> it, 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 it's it's gonna need to happen sometime and they can't stop letting a 10 year old kid get in the way like <laughs> Legendary Pokemon eventually are just going to have to take the kill shot. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta stop listening to conversations about trust and love. (laughs) I mean, just they're they're humans have have gone so far. Like 
basically everything that we currently in our real world have accomplished. Everyone in the like Pokemon world have just decided to take, I don't know, 10 steps further. Like, let's not just bring stuff back to life. Let's bring stuff back to life and put cannons on its back. Like, let's recreate this thing that was the beginning of all life. We've really, aside from the love aspect of Pokemon, like, they've really pushed how far humans can go and how, like, what our role is in the world of Pokemon. Like, way too far, in my opinion, but far nonetheless. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for me, throughout this whole discussion and my own opinions about Pokemon World's humanity is that it always seems like humans are the biggest catalyst of change and outside intervention of the Pokemon world. They really just seem like they're their own anomaly in the natural world. They seem like they have like grown and evolved completely mutually exclusive to the Pokemon world. They almost seem like they don't belong here in a way. You know what I mean? It, it feels like they like someone took our humanity and then dropped it in the Pokemon world. And they were like, let's see how this goes. You know, it could be fun. It could be weird. <laughs> it could get really messy. Let's find out. <laughs> hey, that's what happens when you're drinking that lake spirit juice. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... Here you guys go. This is going to be weird. Let's do it. (laughs) Well, that about wraps it up. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow the show. And be sure to connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at lore underscore party. And check out our YouTube page for bonus videos and highlights. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.